Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good whatever time you're listening to this. This is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm the gnarly gnome. Um, so we got it. You guys kind of came in on a on a on a sad show that to start this off. We, um, I'm sure everybody that listens to the show is is well aware right now that we we lost uh, Mike Cisneros last week to a uh, stroke. Um, if you are a regular listener of the show, you you know some of the health issues that he's had lately and. Uh, I, I don't know what you're supposed to say about it. I don't know what you're supposed to do about it. The uh, the support that 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 has come up from the Cincinnati craft beer community has been just absolutely insane and has blown me away and uh, kind of reinforces every reason that that we do this show, every reason that I have a blog and 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 you know spend so much time and money on on helping to promote Cincinnati beer. So it. Um, like I said, it's, it's reinforced everything. So this show is most definitely going to continue. Um, Tina will still be involved. I don't know that she's going to make it to this show because it is, you know, it's, it's really soon after all this has happened. And, um, uh, I know things have been pretty hectic there at her house and, uh, well, I, I'm sure everybody can understand that. So I, I knew that there was no other way to, uh, to kind of get back into the show other than to just jump back into the show you know we um uh, we 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 pride ourselves in doing a a, a weekly show and um you know we took a week off for mike and i think that he would he would agree that we need to just uh keep on trucking i guess so we we right now we're at 50 west um we had you guys scheduled for a show last week and um i talked to tommy and and um and we and we bumped it to this weekend because you guys have a whole bunch of stuff coming up, and 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 we need to talk about it. We want to talk about it. Mike wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mike was really excited to come out here and talk to you guys. So, um, we're here. We're at the production facility. At production Works across the street from the Brew Pub. Um, I'm sitting here with Blake and Bobby, and um, I, I the, the transitions into stuff are really hard. So you guys have to uh, no to, to bear about, with can me. Can we here. talk about Mike? Uh, we can absolutely talk. I'd about like Mike. to raise one to him. This is Blake. Yeah, uh, just want to say cheers. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, wholeheartedly agree that you know beer is communal product and brings people together. And you know, that was the first time I met Mike was through the show because of beer. So uh, here's to Mike and rest in peace. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. Uh, you. We're going to talk about it then. They. Uh, here's the thing. We can sit here and talk about. How Doom Pedal is absolutely fantastic. Which Blake, by the way, yeah. Doom Pedal is just, I've just the nail right it. now. It's, it's so yeah. freaking good. Uh, and we got Fifty Fest obviously coming up, but uh, let's talk about Mike for a second, just because absolutely. It, what I'm losing these headphones too. I can't handle you these. Can't things. Hear, I can't you're hear good. Shit. What? How did? <laughs> tell me how you met Mike. How does? It, give me the background. Give, just let's tell your story and how you guys did your so thing. So we met at a brewery, of course. We um, I was out at Mount Carmel. Um, I had spent the day out at Old Firehouse. They had some kind of an event going on, and on the way back, of course, I convinced the wife that we had to stop at another brewery, too, because you can't just stop at one. Yeah. And we um, were at Mount Carmel. We were getting ready to leave. I was at the bar, um, cashing out the tab, and uh, I had my Old Firehouse shirt on, and he was sitting at the bar with his wife, and he turned, and he's like, oh, Old Firehouse, you know, I, I haven't been out there yet. What's that place like? And then, you know, the, the gnome in me kicks in, and I'm, you know, going through a list of all the reasons that him and his wife need to get out to old firehouse and we're talking and we're talking and we're talking and he's like you you know a whole bunch about all this stuff and i said well i said you know don't tell anybody because i'm you know semi-anonymous but you know I, I have this blog and this is you know this is kind of my life and we kind of talk he's oh that's cool you know and uh 
we exchanged uh, email addresses and about a week later he shot me an email and he's like look I don't know if this is something that you'd be interested in but I've, I've had this idea I've been playing with for a while and I, I want to do this podcast you know I've, I've always loved radio I love you know all that kind of stuff and nobody's doing anything like that here in Cincinnati nobody has a podcast where they just talk about Cincinnati beer and he's like and there's just so much going on that you know just talking to you I realize I miss out on this and I miss out on this and he's like we need to do something where people can talk about that and I said I'm absolutely on it let's let's get together sometime and let's let's you know kind of figure this out and figure what, out how it could work. What year is this? When, when is this? Uh, this was 2014. Okay. Um, so no 2015 early 2015 maybe. Because, yeah, Firehouse uh, would have just opened um, yeah, yeah. a little bit before that. Uh, so, all right, so you guys connect, and he says. Just so the listeners know, you're wearing your old Firehouse old brand. Brand. <laughs> <laughs> So we we got together, and we kind of started really talking about it, and this this idea of this show that we're, we're not just sitting in a studio and, and, and drinking beer and using as you know the podcast as an excuse to drink beer. Go out. We, were you, yeah, you we're drinking going beer out. in this meeting? Um, of course. We drink Where beer were you? Meeting. What beer were you drinking? You um, that one I don't remember. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we decided that getting out into the breweries and, and sitting down with these the, the people behind everything that, that, you know, the average Joe Schmo that walks into 50 West has never sat down and talked to you guys. If they saw you guys, they might, oh, yeah, I think that's Bobby over there. You know, and they, you know like it. But to hear that the, the voices behind it, and to hear you know Blake and 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 these th- this the story behind everything, yeah. and that's you know to have people hear it from the actual people themselves has kind of been the whole vision. So yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, well, thank you for what you uh, guys do. Well, no, this I mean we we obviously you know, obviously Mike was the the spearhead of all this, and sure. um, I would have never taken on a project like this, and right. he kind of you know he kind of started it, and then you know throughout the last year and a half of doing the show it was you know there will be times where he would kind of get down on it and be like I just I can't do it this week and then I would be able to push him and, and vice versa yeah. there was those weeks where I decided I, you know my, my wife is gonna kill me because I've been out every day and he's like well we just we have to do this show you know this this person and this person and this person you know they're, they're counting on this and um, so it's you know, it's 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 been an experience, and it's. For, I'll never forget when you and Mike came in. It was the whole family. You guys yeah. in our room with the most. Yeah. Here I am thinking these guys were gonna roll in with a iPhone that's sitting on speaker <laughs> in the building, and we walk into the, you've turned our our little, little setup. You've turned our little room into a full production we've, studio. And I'm going, we've actually scaled back our setup on? quite a bit. It's, it's, it's been like a very into a very radio recent station. thing scaling this down like this. So this was, I mean, this is so much easier to set up than it was then. And, and, you, and I couldn't version. figure out the because. You know, the family was there, and then you were there. I'm like, how are you guys connected? How did this happen? So so you guys meet. You're meeting, just having beers. You approached with the idea, where's the first show? Where do you go? Uh, we were sitting around his kitchen table, literally with not an iPhone, but a handheld recorder just <laughs> plopped down right in the middle of the table. And um, Chris Camboris, one of the, the brewers that was at Mount Carmel at the time, he came and was on the show and was kind of our fourth panelist then. And... Um, we just we all brought a bunch of beer and we started cracking beers and that the first show was just kind of talking about each of us and 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 where we kind of fit into craft beer and how what our kind of craft beer story is i guess you know and um just started talking and it was kind of a test show to see how it all worked out and it sounded good so we threw it up on itunes and then every week it just kept progressing more and more and then we started doing the the live stuff and which apologies to anybody that's listening to this and was hoping we'd be on Periscope, but um, 
we're not, we're not quite there yet to get everything. Uh, <laughs> Just making it work. <laughs> we we're all over the the place right now. But so the live stuff, and then you know it, the live shows where we. Uh, uh, haul all our shit out to a brewery and set up you know it, it all just came over the last you know year and a half and one piece at a time so what know. was your favorite show that you guys have done to date is there any that stand out we did um our christmas show last year at braxton we um we did a probably hour and a half two hour show where we had uh, probably 25 guests something like that coming on we're kind of rolling people through every 15 minutes just um, that was fun because we got to really see the support of how many people are, are listening to the show and how many people were coming out for that. And afterwards, you know, the guys from Braxton came up and they, they thanked us and said, you know, this is the, the busiest we've ever been on a Sunday so far. You know, thank you guys for coming out. And just to, 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 to see that it's, it's, it is doing something, I guess, you know, it was, it was a fun show. But, um, every show is pretty damn fun. So yeah. <laughs> it's hard to pick one as a favorite. But what about, uh, so your relationship with Mike, what are the things that you think made him a special person and, and, and drove him in his life? Oh, you know, Mike was, um, and, you know, you hear it over and over this last week with, with everybody, and he was just, everybody was his friend. Anytime he walked in and met somebody, he, um, he had that connection with somebody somehow and, and, and just made people laugh and smiled, and, you know, he just... He was just a he was just a good guy. Like there's there's a lot of people that like oh that's a nice person that's what but there's not a ton of people in this world that are really really good people and and I mean you met his whole family like yeah. you said yeah. you know they um, you know welcomed me into their house every week and we took over an upstairs room in his house and turned it into a studio and you know kept him up really late some nights drinking <laughs> a bunch of beer and you know it, it they're they're just very good people and you know you don't find that often and. What do you think his his dreams for the show would be? Uh, just it's it'll keep growing, and that's you know kind of what we always talked about is just getting it bigger and bigger and more people and more people and um, you know giving giving Cincinnati beer that voice. So it. Uh, what about what what do you think from a from a show perspective? What are you gonna what pieces of it are gonna be the hardest to pick up? With Mike not there any longer, uh, the 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 actual structure of the show. Yeah. I I never led interviews. I never was the the main voice of the show. Mike was the voice of Cincy Craft. You know, mm-hmm. he's that first voice you hear at the beginning of the show. He's the last voice you hear as we're signing off. He directed the interview. He ran it, and uh, you know, me and Tina were always kind of I don't know the the color commentary in there. So it it's going to be tough, kind of changing that dynamic of of what the show sounds like and and how we interact with it so it's going to be interesting but um it, time for you to carry the torch that's right it's it's got to keep going and you know i i was kind of hesitant to bring it up with tina the other day when i was sitting with her and because i didn't know kind of where her mind was with it but you know it just constantly this this last week you know people come up to us and just are you guys going to keep doing the show you know we you know i understand if you can't even if it's another year down the road before you pick it up again you know we you know we we love the show we want to listen to it we just you know just keep going with it and so i came up to her and i you know, kind of what are you thinking about it and she's like i've no thought at all she's like you know we of course we have to keep doing it and you know it's then you just a lot of relief there to know that um kind of we're our, both of our heads are in the same place so it um it'll keep going so has to i guess you know those you can't start something like this and then just stop it. I, I mean, I think when you look at somebody like Mike and you think about that was his passion and, and something that he'd obviously thought a lot right. about. And, and there's a reason that you two connected 
And I'm a firm believer there's a, there's a reason for everything in life. And, and there's a reason you guys connected and there's a reason that, that you know, this passion, this thing that he was passionate about, it's, it's going to carry on. Right. And, and you're, you know, the torch has been passed. Right. It's on you. And, and uh, <laughs> I think with all the growth in Cincinnati, I mean, I think he was absolutely right about the craft beer in Cincinnati needed a voice. And people want to be able to hear that out there. So, you know, we went from when we started this show, you had to kind of convince people to let you sit down in their tap room and talk to them or to get them to come out to the studio yeah. and stuff. And, you know, now we our, our shows book out a month, month and a half in advance, and we have to hold it at that mm -hmm. just in case something big happens and we want to jump in with somebody and talk to them. Like, you know, we, we could book six months worth of shows tomorrow if we wanted to because yeah. there's just there's, there's so much interest in the show, and it's, you know, it, it's, it's fun to see and fun to see, you know, fun to see where it could go, too. And, you know, as more and more places open up, there's just more things to talk about. There's, you know, every week there's, there's tons of stuff happening, and, um, you know. I mean, that's it. I was thinking about that just to Cincinnati as a whole, I mean, everybody recognizes that, that the beer the beer community and the beer culture, Cincinnati wants it to, it, you know, it's always been a part. I can't, you can't see right. my hands right now. I'm doing the, Quote, what do you call right. that, yep. the quotes. But Cincinnati has always been a beer town, you call it. But the truth is, 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 you know, the last 10, within the last 10 years, it's really, you know, maybe even the last five, um, it's really changed and people want to get behind that. Right. Um, and, and it's exciting to see the direction that it's going to continue to go in in the future. And, and you guys are going to continue to be you know, the ones, you know, driving the, uh, the you're the voice. We, we hope so. Yeah, we, ho we hope so. We try. Tell um, the people what you're drinking. Oh, this is honor. Penny's Pilsner. I've been yeah. uh, I've been down in Pilsners all week. That was that was Mike's drink of choice especially his this time style absolutely absolutely we did um or all it, around? You, you talked about our favorite shows and it brings we did one um probably three or well no it had to it was, it was warm outside i guess it was right at the start of pilsner season i guess somewhere around there and we did what we called the the pilsner palooza where we just we went around town and we got every single pilsner we had you know i feel like we had pennies but um when did you guys put that on tap this you probably put it on in July this summer. Um, we had no, we did not get pennies. We had the Purity Pilsner from Moreline. We had Jackie O's Pill Size, Mike Check, Twenty Seven Pills. No, we did have pennies. Fifty West Pennies Pilsner, <laughs> Braxton Catalyst, um, and we just we had growlers of all these too, That's mind awesome. you. And just sat there and we tried them all and we kind of talked about how how they were all similar, but the subtle differences, yeah. which is so fascinating with Pilsner, how you can take such a, I don't want to call it a simple beer, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very it's soft and, and, yeah. and, and easy beer. And, and um, there's still so many little differences yeah. between them all. So that was, that was a really fun That's show too. That's what I like about them is that the, the hops are just so much more delicate, you yeah. know, and they're a, uh, a lighter floral straw, that sort of flavor. It's just, Nice and refreshing summertime beer, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I've definitely grown to love them a lot more in the last year and a half since we've been doing the show, because Mike's always quick to bring one on the show. And it's, cool. uh, we'll it's one of my it. favorite styles, especially in the warmer weather. It, um, it's, it's funny. We'll have a uh, From the Beer Fridge segment, which is where we drink beer on the show, and uh, you know I'll have Punch in the IPA or something. Now he'll come in with a growler of Penny's Pilsner, and That's we're awesome. trying them back to back. That's <laughs> cool. But... That's you know that's that's that was his thing and that was his style and uh, cool. <laughs> it's uh, definitely like I said changed my outlook on it. So um, let's take a break. We don't want to 
use the whole show on on mic. We have plenty of other things to talk about with you guys. So, um, everybody, thank you for listening. We will be right back on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Hey everybody, we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest home brewing system on the market. It's a patent-pending, gravity-fed beer home brewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's versatile, durable, affordable, and it's safe. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find out more about them at BrewersBuddy.com. Make sure you pre-order now at www.BrewersBuddy.com. Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. And we're back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Um, We're sitting at 50 West, talking to Blake and Bobby about everything 50 West, which it seems anymore is a whole bunch of stuff. I've got whole list of questions I can't wait to ask you it's guys. It's people, it's places, it's things, it's the happening, it's what's going on. You well, know? It, it seems like, you know, and, and not just you guys, but just around town, like the, the, the event of bottle releases and festivals and stuff like that has just completely done a 180 from what it was when... When I first started getting into craft beer, it used to be, you know, you just throw a couple tents up and pour some, some core beers from a brewery and that's it. And it's like, it, I think you guys made it very clear when, when definitely when you announced the, the production facility, how that's kind of going to be this, this big focus of you guys to, to change the, almost to change the norm of what that means, you know, like it, you have to, you have to do something special. And I think you guys definitely proved with the punch out that you were definitely into doing things special. I am. Um, I know I talked to you guys about it, but I don't think we talked about it with you guys on the show at all. Um, that was one of the most fun of beer events I've ever seen, ever heard of, ever been to in my life. And um, I, I have it, to say it was one of the smoothest we've ever run too. It felt good. You know, I, there were some marginal stuff I'm sure we need to fix and we take note of those things and try to improve every time. But, it just it just felt well run and right. and uh, people had a good time. Well, that's it was you know excited, the, exciting. You talked there were there were a couple small things that need changed. For and there sure, there was, was one big thing that kind of hiccup towards the end there where you guys kind of ran out of beer. For sure, <laughs> yeah. But with that, when I was sitting out there in the stands and we were watching the fights and you hear people coming back, oh, there's there's still more beer out here and 
everybody was just kind of like, oh yeah okay well they'll they'll get more and, yeah. and like nobody was upset about it nobody was angry it was just everybody was really 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 enjoying the event so much that it it was almost they saw it as the hiccup that it was and not as this catastrophic thing right. that you know makes it a, a a bad event so it was it was it, fun for me to watch and fun to see and fun to um to kind of see how you guys are going to to run events now over here and uh, um we're crazy people know that's <laughs> what it is and, well, and i'm gonna tell you this sometimes they're gonna go really well uh like punch out and you're gonna be like hey this crazy idea we had really turned into something special and there'll probably be somewhere people just look at us and say these guys are just crazy and this is you know this is this is too off the wall we did they went outside the box here but we're going to continue to push the limits and and have fun with it and, and like blake said we you know the running out of the beer thing we were able to mitigate that yeah well and it, it, it what it really comes down to is we didn't know how many people were going to show up for that right we didn't have enough seats for if you really want to talk about it like we had enough seats for everybody that wanted to watch those fights so well what i what i always bring up is you know there was um the uh, I don't know. I don't want to call them out by name, but there was a certain beer festival at a certain airport in Cincinnati, um, maybe two years ago, um, and they ran out of beer. And they they very quickly sent some breweries back to their the places that could get it, that self distributed, to could go get some kegs and bring them back there. And it was fairly short lived that there wasn't any beer, but people still talk about it, and people are still angry that they were there and they ran out of beer. Yeah, that doesn't happen when you have an event that the whole thing pieces together differently you know it's it wasn't just about the beer it wasn't just about the boxing it wasn't just about a lot of people who hadn't been out here to this facility yet coming out here for the first time it was it's this big giant picture of what the event yeah. is so it was it was it was neat but it was a chance to have fun and you know one of the i think from the brewery perspective one of the the feedback we got from everybody participating that was really fun was it there's not a lot of times in your job where, where you get to like be really excited, right? Like instant moments where you're really excited about your company, and so the chance to rally behind your company and get get into it and, and be excited and want you you know want some want to win. Like I think that was it was a fun time for us in the beer community because we constantly go to these beer festivals right. and they're fun, but but when you're going to a beer festival or a beer event every weekend, 52 weeks a year. And they're they're all relatively similar in style, you know. You, you kind of say like, okay, well, you know, what 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 is there to get excited right. about? And so that's that's a question we ask ourselves when we do this stuff is like, what what additional element can we add that makes it makes it different or makes it special? The beer is going to be fantastic. That part of it, you know, that's there. But how do we add something else to the experience that'll we talk about it, add value to somebody's lives that, that they get to see something they've never seen before. Right. And I think with that event, <laughs> nobody knew what that was going to be. I, I did a, um, a beer week show out in, uh, in Athens this year. And I sat down out there and we were kind of shooting the shit. And I don't know if it was during the show or after the show, but um, you know, I was telling them how, how great it was to see every brewery in that town come <laughs> out and at the same place and sit down and talk together and have that, that still that tight knit kind of thing. And he's like, well, what you don't know is, you know, when you guys aren't around, you know, we all line up behind the brewery. We have boxing matches. And yeah. so, so then I said, well, it's funny you should say that. Do you know what 50 West is? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's jaws kind of dropped. They're like, are you kidding me? That's so cool. Yeah. He's like, I guess we got to do yeast wrestling now. And it was, it was, it was funny, but, um, it, it was, a, it was a fun thing. It was, uh, it was exciting for us. And, and I think next year, just well, I said it right before the shoot, right before we went out there, I didn't know. I, I was training for it. I was excited to, to take part in it. 
I'd never seen a boxing match before, like like it live. I didn't know right. what it was gonna be like. I didn't know how you, I, I don't know how you judge them either. I was yeah. one of the judges. I was like, uh, is there a point system? I guess there is, but it was like pretty much whoever's, you know, in the center of the ring controlling the ring. You pretty much knew right away. Right, so, right. So, so I'm, I'm talking to Max. Uh, if you don't know Max, Max Fram is is an integral part of Fifty West. He is the one that gets all the beer out to all the different bars and restaurants in the city. He used to. You know, he was involved in recipe involvement. He was a brewer at one point. He's a key, key person. Most people have probably ran into him at a beer festival yeah, here and yeah. there or something. So, so I'm looking at Max, and I, I go, Max, I, have, I go, this could be really freaking boring. I go, I, I might be like a – this might be – the fighting might be so bad <laughs> that nobody is having any fun watching it. And so the people that helped build the ring, there was a, a wife of the husband, and, and their family was putting it together. And she looks over, and she goes, oh, honey, when two people put on boxing gloves – it ain't never boring. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, well, maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know how, you know, even, it seems like all the matches were so, so evenly matched and so much fun to watch. And I, I don't know how you plan something like that. I don't know if you can plan something no. like that or if it's just this weird, you know, kind of serendipity of everything that just falls together. And, you know, the it thing. was close. We had a couple, we had a, um, you know, one of the harder things, we had a couple, probably about three people get injured in training portions of it. Right. Um, so they had last second dropout. So, you know, um, the last fight, the, the, the Fibonacci Madry fight was a little bit out of scale as far as weight was concerned. Um, so, you know, our goal with next year is maybe get it a little bit closer on that end, but uh, we're going to double the size of that stadium. Uh, we, the beer problem is fixed. That's not that for us. It's a that's that's an easy fix. It's an easy <laughs> fix. We we can pretty much, you know, the only thing that could happen is if the attendance were to get bigger than we would anticipate. But next year, we're pretty much going to maximize this out. So we'll buy beer for the max max right. amount and uh, and and continue to do, you know, to do special things. We've got a couple couple cool ideas that'll be add ons that to have you already started hearing from breweries, you know, wanting breweries that didn't get involved this year that oh. are desperate to oh, next I mean, year? After the event, I had yeah. people trying At to sign up. At the end of up. the night, they what were trying it? to yeah. say, like, oh, yeah, we're going to fight this year, like picking yeah. people from each brewery or, you know, so. different topics of... What about uh, rematches? Writers. Has there anybody that uh, was a little, yeah. little angry about the way their no, match you know ended? <laughs> that was one of the cool things. Everybody that fought in it, I think when you talk about that, whether you won or you lost, it was really about that experience. I mean, I, just from doing it, I've had like three major moments in my life. My, my, I'm sorry, four. My, my <laughs> wedding, my two kids, and then standing. There's something about that experience that you just can't, you can never replicate it. Um, and I, everybody that participated in it, there, there wasn't anybody that felt uh, that wasn't happy that they did it. There, right. There's something exciting about standing and being like, all right, what do I have? Well, what's inside of me that's going to make me, that's going to, I'm either going to get pummeled or I'm going to like stand <laughs> right. up and, and show this. And it's a, it's a weird feeling you can't really describe. And, uh, I, I think, I think you're going to see a lot of the people from last year want to do it again. Right. I also, you know, when we were there, a bunch of people that were wa watching it, um, they wanted to sign up. So with running, uh, I, I was hoping when we were putting it together, like with running that, that same thing kind of happens with marathons. If you ever go watch one, you like look and you'll be like, wait, I'm, I'm faster than that guy. Like, I, I'm probably, you know, there's all different shapes and sizes. And when you see that, it kind of makes you think, like, well, maybe I could do this. And I think people saw that when they right. got, got up there. They're going, wait, he's out there? I, I could probably I do could this. I could totally do you that. Know? He's, he's got a bigger beer rally than I do. I yeah, could do this. I could figure this out. So um, it's going to be fun. We're, we're going to start planning, uh, probably lining up people in January for next July. 
uh, and we're gonna have we're gonna bring in you know some additional elements that I think will make it a little bit more fun and, and fun. It'll, it'll be cool. So so we're excited about it. Super super successful event. Um, sorry to everybody out there if uh, if you didn't get a beer. I can promise you after my fight, I, I went straight into the cooler and just started knocking beer. I was, I was rolling cans out, just <laughs> went straight from boxer to, uh, to vendor. But, uh, we, you know, sorry about that. Uh, it will definitely be remedied next year. And, and it's just when you put together a boxing match and beer festival, we didn't know what to expect. And that was yeah. one, of the, one of the things that happened. So. Well, you, you've kind of set the bar pretty high, too, for yourselves for, for events and now you we can do better. Now we can, you, we can do crazier than now that. Now you've <laughs> got 50 Fest coming up. Yes. And 50 Fest last year was an amazing event. It yes. was it was what I thought at the time was huge. What I thought was this this massive thing that nobody was going to be able to replicate and here now you guys had the punch out and now you're stuck with almost beating yourselves at at something that makes people say, "Wow, you know, this is a beer event." So, um, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, it I was going through kind of looking at year to year 50 Fest and how much it's it's grown and like those the first two years were, were were awesome events and then you see last year where it just kind of goes and just explodes yeah. into this other thing so well, um, so you know the history behind 50 Fest the the initial one it's like Jody he bartends for us down on Tuesday nights he's the man he's out farming in his field and he ha- he has this vision of this this music festival that he's gonna put Maybe together. Little so, wood so we so we have this uh, we have this uh, this guy Dino. Dino built Fifty West. Uh, he is he's a very carpenter. Key, he's but a very jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Yeah, he's a very key ingredient in our in everything that is Fifty West. Anyways, he's capable of building a stage. So we're like, well, why don't you just build a stage over there and we'll Jody will get us some bands and this will be fun and. We were thinking like, okay, this will be like a bigger Saturday night. Well, it was it was bigger than a bigger Saturday night. It was more than what we expected. So, right. so then we said, wow, that that was really special. Let's see what else we can do. And Jody comes back and wants to do more bands and make it make it bigger and bigger. And so, uh, you know, every year we've just kind of tried to add a couple extra elements to to make it a little bit more fun. Um, and it's it's turned into something that that's a special it's a special thing. So, uh, the pressure's on us to to make it bigger and better you know key learnings coming out of last year for anybody that was out there in attendance um we're going to be spacing the beer booths a little bit better this year uh, we had them a little bit too condensed last year right it, our biggest struggle is always the crowds that are showing up it's hard for us to predict what that's going to look like and it's hard for us to know how to how to how to do it but when you when you get a chance to see it firsthand you can go back the next year and say oh shoot that crowd was bigger than the year prior and this is how we're going to adjust it so we have some really cool adjustments we're going to do we have a couple extra elements that that we can't say yet but um are going to add add to the festival great music is always sort of the is just a preface it's uh, beer music and local food vendors it's Uh, it's not and again it's i think we're going to be saying this with you guys a lot it's not just a beer festival it's not just a bottle release It's, it's it's something else and and um, I, I don't think you can say that and really get it through people's head until they come out and kind of see it and, and experience it. And, um, you know, even um, g- going back to the punch out, like I remember when I was getting here, I'm pulling into the parking lot and there's, you know, people walking up from, from kayaking and canoeing all day and stuff. And like, there's this other thing going on, like all the yeah. time there's this other, there's people oh, outside man. right now playing volleyball and yep. like, you know, it, it's just, there's, it's not just about to, to me. It's like the epitome of what, Beer means right. Absolutely, it's people together. It's sharing in these interests and community, and and uh, it's just like you go through these 
uh, ups and downs and waves of, of this ride, but it's the top of those crests, the, the right. peak of the pinnacle of what good beer is, right? Right. Well, it, it, it takes good beer and, and makes it so much better. I mean, you know, I think everybody knows that you're a very talented brewer, but, you know, you, you take that beverage and you put it into this other situation or many different situations and it, it changes what that beer is you know mm-hmm. that's why when people right. ask you you know what's your favorite beer it's like well yeah give me more what am i yeah, doing yeah yeah well i remember this one time i yeah. was drinking a bud light with you know my dad right. and yeah. that was a f- that was a phenomenal beer you know yeah. because that of that experience but bud light sucks you know so like it, <laughs> it, it, it you can't answer those questions without the experience around you and i think you guys are are doing a great job of tapping into that thank you um We'll like I was, that. I feel like compliment. I was going somewhere and I Thank forgot you. where I was going. I think you were trying to sign up for our running groups on Thursday <laughs> I was, nights. I was not signing up for a running group. <laughs> if you would have come, no. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a heart attack waiting to happen. You, you, hey, get out there, three, three miles. You get a free T-shirt. You run five times. I know you're up in Fairfield. It's kind of a long drive to yeah. get all the way down. Well, I could just run down here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 50 fast. Um, We've got 28 breweries coming this year, if you guys want to know. Um, I'm not going to name them all because I don't want to be put in that position of missing somebody. Or they can read it on the gnarlydome.com. Yeah, you've got it on your webpage probably and then uh, on our, our, our webpage as well, 50westbrew.com. And then local food vendors, how many of those, Bobby? I think we have a total of 12 food vendors coming. 12 local food, food vendors, three stages. Is it is it on this side of the road this year or no, still on that side? Still of the road? on that side of the road. Okay. Brew pub, we're yeah. pointing at the brew pub side. Yeah. So anybody that's listening, we're pointing. We'll be open <laughs> over here for anybody that wants to go watch college football. Uh, awesome. That was that's always, that that happened to us in the past. It's like it, there's a lot of people that want to watch. It's like one of the opening weekends. Right. So um, it'll be we'll be open over here. September seventeenth, noon to midnight, all day event. Pace yourself. Lots of fun to be had. Awesome. Plenty of parking. I will not be driving the shuttles this year. <laughs> this is my first year ever at 50 Fest where I get to go inside, so I'm pretty we excited We get to bust it. out the American flag um, yeah. bike helmet, though. The, the, like yeah. the dirt bike helmet. Yeah. It's, it's always a good time. So last year was when we got Trippa also around 50 Fest time. Mm-hmm. Are we getting Trippa again We will again have Trippa available. We will, uh, we will not be, let's see, we will put it in bottles, and we're going to do another release date. We're not going to do the same date as 50 Fest, but... Trippa's going in the tanks. It's in the tanks, actually, at the food pub. Mm. And that'll be released probably early September. So about the same time, but not awesome. the same day of the festival. What else do you guys want people to know about 50 Fest? They can get a free ticket if they can f- get their hands That's on right. one of those wonderful cans that are out there. like 7,000 cans <laughs> by hand. We recently purchased a labeler. It was used. It's like buying a used car. You don't know what you're getting. <laughs> So anyways, instead of spending time trying to fix this thing, I, I, I went back to our hand labeler. And last year we had this big like crew do it, but this year I was like focused. I wanted to get it done. So I spent like four days uh, labeling these things by hand. And it's, if people don't know, it's, you, you go find these in the market somewhere. You can peel the label off. That's your admission. It's the golden ticket to get in. So We uh, had a lot a of deal. explaining uh, yesterday to people who um, would drink a beer outside and you know there was a bunch of you guys' beer in the cooler and people are grabbing and go, man this is cool and wait 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 save the label don't you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> save, yeah. save the label it's a little it's a little like uh 
deflating for Blake after he put the label on 7,000 cans but, that but everyone's going to be pulling those No, but the off. beautiful <laughs> thing is they're going to spend Give time with that product yeah. and be like, oh, I could take this home with me. And, and so it's a beautiful thing to think that I touched every single one of those. And those people that are getting right, right. a little piece of me with them. So well, I, I always struggle Some brewers put their I, autographs, others put their yeah. DNA <laughs> on every... I, uh, I always save one can from every canned release. I, I gave up on bottles years there ago. You know, that's but, a good idea. Um, and so now I, you know, I see those sitting up there on the shelf and I'm like, man, somebody missed out on free admission because <laughs> yeah, of right. me. You know, it's, it's, I it's need fun. to go around. So yeah, if, if you it's can, good deal too. if you can still find them in source, I I think I saw some still at uh, at Jungle Gyms in, in my neck of the woods the other day. They had some there left. So um, Jungle Gyms actually attempted to purchase all of the inventory, of, and we had to stop. Them. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> they they did their best. Max had to like put, step them back a little bit. <laughs> they go quick there. Tell it's Ed a, and Todd, like, listen, you guys can't have <laughs> the entire block of everything. That's uh, but they yeah they're out in the marketplace. Um, they, I think we still have a few left. Yeah, we put we Doom Pedal, yeah. Coast to Coast, and Six Packs. That's what's out there. Doom Pedals are White Ale. Uh, Belgian Style White, and then Coast to Coast are uh, mainstay, you know, classic IPA. Yeah, which deserves a shout-out on its own. That is a phenomenal beer. It, you cool, know, thanks. people, um, you know, punching the IPA is great. You know, Trip is wonderful. But to just do, like, a, a, a quote-unquote standard IPA that, yeah. that has, you know, it... it stands right up there with them cool, so it um it's it's fun to have him packaging in my fridge right now even for though sure. yeah, my fridge is about, about as packed it. full like, right now as possible i can't tell you everybody. how many times i want to take a case of beer to my family and friends and now <laughs> i can do that and we're gonna get there but it, the, the idea is that you know they're special it's different it's fun it's it's creative you know all those things and let's not overlook doom pedal here i'm like on a huge doom pedal I, kick right now it, well, I, I mentioned it already earlier but this beer is it is everything when we when we first started 50 west this is the beer that we would like. I would like talk. I'm like, hey, we just need to have this Belgian white ale that's just so freaking delicious. And and Doom Pedal is lit. It, it just is. It's that. The it's problem for me is it, like the last couple weeks have been days like this where it's rainy. It's not hot outside. It's kind of you know. It's just kind of muggy and just kind of ugh. Which I need a sunny day to sit outside and drink a bunch of Doom Pedal. I yeah. just I want like I want bright sunshine and hot and I want to sweat and. For some reason, I'm not, it's not getting hot it enough. lately. It's 90 degrees. No, it's, it's, that's not hot, hot enough. enough for you, it, is, it is not hot enough right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, well, let's let's take a quick break. I want to talk more about some beers and some some releases, and I want to well, I want to pick your brains about a bunch of stuff. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Cheers. You're invited to join us at the 2016 Brewers Charity Golf Classic, presented by Top Golf and Jake Sweeney Chevrolet, benefiting ProKids.org. This premier golf tournament will be hosted at the prestigious Four Bridges Country Club in Liberty Township. This two-man best ball scramble features over $100,000 in cash and prizes. The Brewers Charity Golf Classic tees off at 1 p.m. on Monday, October 3rd, 2016. Premium craft beer stations will be available on every third hole. Player registration ends September 25th. So get your best two-man team together and register online at www.brewersopen.com. Welcome back to 50 West. 
This is Sensi Brewcast, the voice of Sensi Craft. So, you guys, again, we've we've talked a lot about how you're stepping up, kind of what it means to do an event, do a bottle release, do a um, a festival. Bottle releases have kind of um, always been bottles and obviously cans have been kind of far and wide before with you guys. It was always tough to. Uh, to get stuff out there that, that you know you could get enough production to get it out. We're sitting here staring at a whole bunch of production happening. Yep, 1,200-gallon um, tanks, lots of beer to go around. And, and already we've seen a couple really fun releases. And, uh, you know, uh, seeing Punch You in the IPA released was one of the most exciting things for me. And um, you guys have something going on next week too, right? That was cool. Yeah, next week is uh, DVS, Death Valley Shootout Stout. Uh, barrel aged product uh, went into the barrel at 11 and a half so we're talking uh, pushing the 12 limit which is about to be legal right uh, here pretty <laughs> soon so um, that's a big that's a big burly beer and it's, uh, you guys put it in the uh, the 12 intense. ounce bottles this year so yes. that you can crack yep. one open and not have yeah, the, the whole idea. neighborhood over to finish it we're gonna be se- selling um, 12 ounce stubbies same style as the punch and we plan to sell those in single bottles 6.99 a piece um this beer is by uh, many of them has been aged in let's see i think a blend of buffalo trace and george remus barrels uh and it's just intense it's it's black licorice it's uh it's dark it's roasty it's sweet strong it's intense it's awesome uh, great product so man i would i would love to try that I, i've tasted a few and i think i've got one <laughs> uh, i actually have one set up ready oh, to go here. oh look at that so Amazing. i have to do i have to do the uh right in front of the microphone right? was... watch this thing pour it's like from the beer fridge look at that <laughs> oil oh man that's awesome so, Bobby, don't think about calories, okay? It's strong. <laughs> it's big. So, cheers. Well, Let it warm is. up a bit. Cheers. We're tasting one in front of you guys listening to us. I can't throw. find light bright enough to... No, it's opaque. <laughs> it is most definitely yeah. a black beer with a... So, definitely wor- let that warm up. It's been sitting on ice, but... Uh, yeah, this beer, we brewed it... Uh, the first time we brewed it was at the brew pub, and this was probably... I want to say like November of 2013 or something, and we packed every square inch of that mash tun full of malt, <laughs> and it was a terrible brew. It took like 17 or 18 hours to get this thing through the tank, t- into the tanks. Uh, stuck mash, everything that could go wrong went wrong, but on the other side of things, it came out to be just complex and, and rich and dark and just black as the black, so. Well, and I'm, I'm cool obviously smelling though. bourbon right off the bat. But, oh, yeah. But there's something else kind of sitting behind oak. it. That I get oak. It's cold. Um, so that's going to warm up. When it warms up, it's dark chocolate, maybe tobacco, um, a lot of roast, coffee. So somebody thought uh, somebody thought that we put dark chocolate in it, but it's just the combination of the flavors. I wish more people could... Um could kind of appreciate some of that and, and some of the some of the other beers that are out there where, where you get some of those flavors, the chocolate flavors or coffee flavors, and everybody just kind of assumes that people are dumping those ingredients into their beers. And I think that um, people need to realize that, that, you know, obviously sometimes it is, but um, that's, that's, that, that is from the beer. That's, that's, right. that's, 
that's that, that you can skill that somebody is, is putting. You can emulate into something that people are familiar with, right? right. I mean, it's that's the neat part of uh, beer making that I enjoy and recipe development. It's like trying to recall flavors from your past, from your childhood, really, uh, and bring that forward. Oh man, that's so killer! It's cool. It's a sipper. It's a share. It's a beer that uh, it's meant to be enjoyed with other people. Well, and it's. It's, you know, everybody talks about how, you know, all dark beers are big and heavy and everything. No, no, you know, they're not all like that. Well, this one is. This yeah. most definitely <laughs> is. This is as full-bodied this, as this you can get. It's stereotype, right? It, it, yeah, I, I do think I can chew on it a little bit yeah, if I try. Um, no, this is fantastic. You cool. do get, you know, all that, that, that oakiness and, like you said, the chocolate. And, uh, hang cool. on, I need to drink some more here. Hang on. Sure. Radio silence while I drink. Uh, we'll be waxing these bottles as well black wax uh cool new uh remus's revenge label uh revised tommy's been working on that and uh it's gonna look sexy which we got to give you guys a shout out there too with the the design on some of the releases that you guys have been doing lately and how individual they are to to each beer oh but then at the same time how this this overall brand that um yeah fits it fits the brand but it it almost like it 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 fascinates me that for you know we we didn't really see it until lately but it seems like it's been there all along you know like it, yeah. it's 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 fun to fun to see watch that progress yeah, yeah. and see that come to fruition yeah believe believe me i mean it's like seeing this all happening when you take a step back it's it's cool oh yeah that does fit you know that does work and um it's neat to to see each beer have an identity and see that identity develop you know um that's been really neat so yeah, we've been working on that. That's something we want to to see is a cohesive, uh, all-encompassing brand that that people uh, can can jibe with, that people you know they can relate to it. And uh, we're trying to do that through a series of products, through different uh, styles of beers, but but really uh, you know through different different beers. Well, it's you know with beer releases, it gets. The norm now is you just you you know your beer's rolling off your line and going to your store and sitting on the shelf and people kind of after work they run in and they grab their six pack and they go home and it's it's fun to see that that refreshing difference of this is something this is something special you know as, as much as you can go to Jungle Gyms and grab your six pack of, of Doom Pedal it's not just the same six pack that's sitting on a shelf and and, it's, and maybe it's representative of like our personalities like how i i want to be meaningful to other people right. you know i want to have a purpose and i want want people to see that purpose you're meaningful and, to me oh, thank you i yeah. appreciate that <laughs> and you to us so i don't know i think it's very representative of that of why we're not you know full force out there and i want to develop meaning i want to develop purpose uh in other people's lives and how do we do that other than through creating memories and creating experiences for people yeah, whether it's in the liquid or you know, physically. Don't think that, you know, when 50 West has some kind of quote-unquote rare bottle release, it's it's not that they're holding beer back from people. It's not that they're trying to make things more expensive and harder to get and stuff. Like, it, if I can, you know, kind of tell people anything, you know, it, it it's this bigger picture, and people really need to just kind of come out here and, and experience it for themselves and find their their own experience in all this and uh, mm-hmm. you can't do that without coming out here for for something be it 50 fest or the bottle release or canoe um, trip a canoe trip running, running whatever on it is. Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What day are they? <laughs> Thursday, 630. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I just want everybody that has not been out here yet to come out here. And, and that, that blows my mind that there can still be anybody left in Cincinnati beer that has not come out to, to, to you guys or a lot of places. You know, I, I don't want to not include anybody else that has some really neat stuff going on. You know, it just, just get out here and, and kind of create your own experience around all this. And if your experience does not include running like mine, it's okay. You can go canoeing, <laughs> go biking, sign up for a volleyball team. That's, that's right. There's or you can just come drink beer. That's, that's right. That was kind of how this all started. Was you can just come drink beer. We just want you to do something else too while you're here. So what other fun releases are coming down the road that you guys are willing to talk about. We've so seen Quaff Brothers talk about some fun stuff. Yeah, We've that's right. Next week we're gonna keg up some brandy barreled uh, quad. So our four by four quad we released probably last year. Uh, we saved a little bit of that. Uh, Danny Gold down at Party Source gave us a uh, brandy barrel that uh, was actually at Sierra Nevada previously, um, and has big Sierra Nevada on the the head of the the barrel. So. It, kind of cool i'll probably be taking that home <laughs> uh but yeah we aged it uh for probably five or six months in that barrel inside the brew pub and we put it in a tank and our packaging in next week so it's tasting pretty cool i gotta see the finished product but we'll have that just on draft awesome yep. there's um a three floyds barrel over there staring yep, at all that of was us part of that those gifts from danny um we just put so actually, last year at 50 Fest, we had the homebrew competition. Right. Uh, one of the guys, uh, that w- the guy that won, uh, Brian Murray, we brewed his barley wine on the brew pub system, and we're going to release that the week before 50 Fest and have it available at 50 Fest as well. But we put that that beer in the uh, Three Floyds uh, bourbon barrel. Awesome. Here at ProWorks. So uh, some fun stuff in the tanks. Um, we've got a fresh batch of punch that we're going to bottle... Uh, a bunch of next week and have that back available in stock uh, is so it, that people can come. Is it going to see distribution so at all? Just out of here. You guys yeah. come here, pick up this four pack. Uh, we're going to keep that, you know, keep that flowing for a while and, and have it available. So that, that's what the plan is. Um, we've got Blake Toberfest in the tanks, yes. named after yours truly, uh, loggering away, and that should be available in the next coming couple of weeks. Ready time, ready for uh, you know Oktoberfest season. And let's see, we've got a uh, fresh batch of Doom going in next week. So we've really been pushing Doom, Punch, and, home and sweet home. seasonal Home Sweet Home. It just went in too. That, oh man, it smelled great on Thursday. <laughs> in here. We had so many sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. So many sweet potatoes. <laughs> cinnamon. We, so we have this hop back that we use for our big hoppy beers, but we can also put like spices in it. So right. we use cinnamon sticks. We put cinnamon sticks. Uh, sage goes into that. Uh, brown sugar, molasses, and there's one other ingredient. Uh, but so that so was it smells in like Thanksgiving. In here. Oh, it was amazing! <laughs> it was like 4 p.m. right when we opened on Thursday, and uh, we're running the wort through this hot back uh, with all those spices in here. It was it was wonderful. So and pecans, toasted pecans. That, that's oh. So that's cool beer. Lots of excitement. That was so. that was one that we felt confident enough that we can. Uh, put up to you know 40 barrels of, of product and and push out the door and that's our that's our fall seasonal so awesome yep um let's see what else i've got here um so this is kind of shifting gears um 
you guys are looking for a new we head brewer. We have a brewer. beer called Shifting Gears, by the <laughs> of way. Of course that's, you did. That's, <laughs> that's right. Go ahead. Well, that's appropriate since yeah, I am very Shifting Gears. Yes. You guys are hunting for a new head brewer. We are. Uh, Ryan Blanford is moving on. He's going down to Taft's. Oh, and, uh, wish we could talk about that, too. Yeah. It's a, he, um, I wonder if you guys know more than us, I do. He's helped us get to where we are. Uh, really, really appreciative of uh, what he's done for this company and uh, great guy. Glad to have known him. Glad to have uh, been in my life. And, you know, very respectable. Wants to build up his resume a little bit and take a lead at uh, another great brewery in town. So as you guys do grow, you know, from the size you were to the size you're, you are and the size you're going to be, is does that fear kind of set into that you're going to get people who come here to build a resume? So I'm humbling myself. You know, as of late, I'm saying we've gotten this far. You know, I, I understand what it takes to get this far. And, you know, I, I want to put us in a good position as we go forward. And so I think uh, I think we can get someone in here that, that really knows uh, volume and, you know, processes and systems and and just to, to bring a, a fresh, fresh uh, hands to the table and someone that, that can get us to the next level. We, you know, we've talked to, to plenty of people around town that are very open about their, their kind of gripes with that, you know, be it um, Listerman or Mount Carmel, where you, people come in there and, you know, Rivertown has, has had a, a hell of a time with it lately, of people coming in, staying there for a little while, and then moving on to either their own thing or to the next person that's starting up around town, though. Like, is, you know, how do you, how do you create a place where... You, you build something for the for the long term, or, you know, or you do you? That, that's part of. Uh, I think that's just part of of the community. I mean, like we look at Ryan. Ryan was an integral part of our company and in, in growing our company. Um, but for him to grow as a person, he felt like, you know, getting outside perspective from another place because the only thing he knew was Fifty West would be a would be a good growth opportunity for him. Right. Um, so, so, you know, I'm excited for Ryan. That's a good move for him. That's something that, that you know, he's growing as a person, and this is, gonna, this is going to help him with his resume and his understanding of beer. And, uh, and so I, I think you're limited by some, you know, by, with, with any job, you're limited by the people that are in, in, the, in the company uh, or, or, like, how big the company is. Like, you can only grow as, as large as, as that company is. And so you're always going to run into those things. Um, I think the important thing is that while – while people are here so while ryan was here like did we add value to his life did we did he learn about things that that you know did we teach him things that are going to help him become you know the best that he can possibly be um and that's our job with anybody that works for us is, is to make you as best as we possibly can be we may not necessarily be able to to get you to the point that you want to get right. to um, but we're going to be able to get you as far as you know as we go here and so um you know, we're continuing to grow as a company. We're going to have new opportunities open up. But, you know, Ryan's not going to be the last person that comes to 50 West that, that you know, goes and works for another brewery right. at some point. Um, it's just it's just how the world works. It's how, how business works and things like that. So, um, you know, we're, we're first off, huge thank you for Ryan for all the hours that he put in here. Uh, I believe Wednesday is going to be his last day here. Uh, and and Ryan was an integral part of our growth. He he developed some recipes for us that that are favorite recipes of, of people that are out there um I, but i think you know the best thing the biggest thing with ryan is is he's an incredibly hard worker he's incredibly intelligent um and we we're really lucky to have him here while he was here and we're excited for for him to go on to tasks like he that he's gonna they have some things they're doing over there that he can help with um and we support him fully in what he's doing so 
um, you know, it opens up new opportunities for some of our guys here that they're excited about. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's just part of part of how it goes. Right. I, it, it was uh, this is a funny story. I'm going to tell you the background on this. So, Ryan schedules a meeting with us, and and I'm like, what does Ryan want to talk about? You know, this meeting's coming out of the blue. What could this be? So, uh, Kevin Moreland down at Tafts, him and I talk all the time about, hey, I'm running into this or I'm running into that. Could you give me some advice on what you're doing? Blah blah blah. So I call Kevin and I go, hey, I gotta I gotta meet with one of my guys, <laughs> and. You know, I, I'm not sure. I think it might have to do with some of this government stuff coming down. But, you know, tell me how you're you're doing this. And Kevin keeps giving me these roundabout answers. And, and we're on, on the phone for like 30 minutes. And I'm being like, why are you being such a weirdo with me, Kevin? Like, you and I are always pretty open about this stuff. So I sit down with Ryan to, to have the conversation and say, like, okay, Ryan, you know, what, what are the challenges? What can we do? And then he goes, uh... I've uh, I've accepted a position with Kevin Moreland at Tax <laughs> and I go I text I text Kevin right afterwards I go what the heck I don't, you should have just told me <laughs> so uh, the relationship with us is good with uh, you know the yep. beer, that's the cool thing about the beer community in Cincinnati is we're all supportive of each other yep. um, and very respectable he gave us three weeks that was very yeah. courteous yeah. you know I think that was yeah. a nice, nice gesture so you know we wish Ryan the best over there and, and he's going to a great opportunity I, we respect everything those guys are doing down at Taps and, right. It's a good fit on that side, and, and for us, like like Blake mentioned, um, we're going to be bringing somebody in here that's that's really going to be able to help us with some of the, some of the additional things from from our company. That that uh, with the you know we're still with production and the things that we have planned coming down the on the radar. This is going to be a big. I, I also want to say I, I look at it as an opportunity for for me personally, and that's selfish, but you know this business is part of who I am and my identity, and and I got started in this because I love creativity you know I, I'm an artist I want to create recipes and and so maybe it's an opportunity for me to get back and say okay this is what I was meant to do this is what I was born to do let me let me execute you know and um, I look forward to, to coming up with some stuff I got I got some ideas in my head you well, know you know, so I think that's a beautiful thing that has come from it you know I I'm, I'm not in any way shape or form a brewer I'm, I make terrible beer but um, as a Musician on the, uh, you know, right. on the, on the, you know, it, yeah, it, you know, to principle. as soon as you get somebody else around you that's that's different, somebody that you haven't worked with or bring something new to to anything, mm -hmm. like it unlocks other stuff right. in your head too. It's, so it's, it's I think it'll be fun opener. to see it's what like, uh, allows you to expand your mind and your knowledge and and uh, so yeah, we live in this world of routine and repetitiveness right. and you know, it's a good thing. So yeah. it's it's. Uh, you know, we've had a good good time with Ryan, and we wish him the best. Best, brilliantly put. I don't think uh, could have been better. You know, it doesn't seem any kind of hostility or anything like that, which sometimes we get from people when 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 people I mean, leave. At so the end of the day, we make beer. You know, right? I mean, this is the coolest thing ever, and to to there's no need for hostility. It's, Absolutely. You know, it's a it's a jolly beverage. Absolutely. You know, um, the. Uh, as we're kind of wrapping things up, I, um, you know, going going back to Mike when he um, when he was kind of in the middle of all of his health issues, they were going for um, for walks at the uh, the nature center, and he was kind of having a lot of anxiety about the uh, the illness and everything, and was sitting down on a bench one day, and he was kind of telling Nancy that he was you know, having all these issues, and she kind of turns, and, and right next to him on the bench was a little plaque, and it said, "Relax, don't worry." have fun and i think that that wow. kind of encompasses everything that we all need to kind of keep Absolutely. in mind especially with beer you know it's 
it's beer. We're all right. we're all sitting around drinking beer. You guys are making beer. You guys are selling beer. You guys are, you know, it. This is a really fun thing and a really really fun time for us to kind of be in Cincinnati and be experiencing that. So absolutely, um, don't get don't get so hung up on all the other stuff. You know, just get out, go. You know, grab your friends, grab your family, get get to a brewery and just sit down, relax. Yeah. Don't worry, have a beer. Yep. You guys have anything else? Thank you for taking the time to come out and choosing us. Of course, you yeah. know we uh, we'll be back. We um, we had we talked about all kinds of fun ideas that we uh, we want to do in the next year, and uh, that's still very very much our list of things we're going off of as the show kind of continues and kind of grows and um, good times ahead becomes becomes the next phase of Cincy Brewcast. You know, it's uh, w- one of the thing I you know we'd like to to help with anything we can help with with Mike. So that's something I'd like to just challenge you with is, is, you know, how can 50 West help and how can we, uh, how can we help? Yeah, that was a passionate person that brought something back to the beer community and, and everything he stood for is everything we stand for. So, absolutely. um, you know, we're happy to have you out here today, but if there's any, any other things, you know, we, we're, we can, we can come up with things like <laughs> we're good at coming up with wild things. And if there's a way that we can utilize that to, to help Mike and uh, his family, we're, we're reaching out and, and we want to, we want to figure that out. So we, we definitely appreciate it. And I'll definitely pass it on to, uh, to his family. And um, I know that, 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 like I said, that the support from the craft beer community has been just absolutely amazing. And I know that, uh, you know, when, you know, there was definitely times in the show where, where Mike would get frustrated and feel like there was nobody listening and nobody, you know, paying attention to what what we were doing. And, you know, I just kept, you know, trying to remind him, you know, like, it's not always right there in your face, but, you know, like, it, it's there. And I, it's it's sad to know that the biggest example of that was after he was gone that um, you can see all that, that, that support from everybody. So, um, like I said, I'll pass it on to the family. So thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, everybody, keep listening. We um, This show does not end. Um, Mike was most definitely the voice of Cincy Craft, but um, this show is, is bigger than than I am, bigger than Tina is, bigger than Mike was. It's uh, about something else, so just keep listening. Keep sharing it with all your friends. Keep um, keep supporting not just the show, but, but Cincinnati Craft Beer. So. Um, thank you, guys. This is uh, the Gnarly Gnome signing out from 50 West. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. 